Aim high. If you qualify and would like to be an astronaut, now is the time. Okay, well, that might be too high. I'm, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, February 12th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Continuing the incredibly low streak at the box office, Argyle won the weekend again with just $6.5 million. The horror comedy Lisa Frankenstein, starring Catherine Newton and Cole Sprouse, written by Diablo Cody and directed by Zelda Williams in her feature debut, opened in second, earning just $3.8 million. The Beekeeper held on to third with $3.5 million. Wonka is still in the top five, holding on to the number four spot with $3.1 million. And Migration rounds out the top five with just over $3 million. Dr. Arizona Robbins is officially checking back into Grace Lone Memorial Hospital. ABC announced at its winter TCA press tour on Saturday that Jessica Capshaw will reprise her role as everyone's favorite pediatric surgeon on Grey's Anatomy season 20. She is returning as a guest star on the series alongside fellow alum Alex Landy, aka Dr. Nico Kim. The veterans are joined by two newcomers, Natalie Morales and Freddie Miaris. The latter will star in a recurring role as Dorian, who's described by the network as, quote, an intelligent, warm, and likable patient who is involved in a serious accident and is struggling with his future. Morales is set to play Monica Beltran, a pediatric surgeon whose, quote, pragmatism and level-headedness have made her one of the best in her field. The series is set to premiere its landmark 20th season on the network on March 14th with episodes streaming the next day on Hulu. Also at the TCAs, ABC announced The Golden Bachelorette, a female-led spinoff of The Golden Bachelor, which is now officially coming in fall 2024. Like its predecessors, the brand new series will air on ABC but stream the next day on Hulu. While no casting details have been announced just yet, a press release for the series dishes that the show will quote, highlight one radiant woman's second chance at love in her golden years. News of The Golden Bachelorette comes just a month after The Golden Bachelors Gary Turner and Teresa Nist officially tied the knot at their unforgettable golden wedding. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced its 2024 nominees, many of whom are appearing on this year's ballot for the very first time. They include Mariah Carey, Cher, Peter Frampton, Cool and the Gang, Lenny Kravitz, Sinead O'Connor, Oasis, Ozzy Osbourne, Sade, and Foreigner. The other five artists, Mary J. Blige, Dave Matthews Band, Eric B. and Rakim, Jane's Addiction, and A Tribe Called Quest have all appeared on the ballot at least once before. In order to be eligible to enter the Hall of Fame this year, the artist must have released their first single or album in 1999 or earlier. The eventual inductees will be decided by the Hall of Fame's international voting body, which consists of more than 1,000 artists, historians, and music industry members. They'll be announced in late April, and a ceremony will take place in Cleveland sometime this fall. Following its success last year, the event will stream again live on Disney+, Plus, with a special airing on ABC at a later date. And Sophie Turner and Kit Harington, who played half-siblings Sansa Stark and Jon Snow on Game of Thrones for eight seasons, are teaming up again for a new horror movie, 
The Dreadful. In the gothic horror film, Turner will play Anne, a solitary outsider who lives with her mother-in-law on the fringes of society during the War of the Roses, which, incidentally, served as a primary inspiration for George R.R. R. Martin while writing the Song of Ice and Fire series on which Game of Thrones is based. Harrington's character, according to Deadline, which broke the news, is described as, quote, a man from their past. Natasha Kermani, whose previous projects include the horror film Lucky and a segment of Shudder's VHS 85, will write and direct the movie. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, like all of those movie trailers that aired during the Super Bowl yesterday, and an exclusive breakdown with the director and stars of the new Twisters movie, head on over to EW.com. Today's number three pick explores the hidden figures of NASA's space program. The Space Race tells the story of barrier-breaking black astronauts and scientists at NASA. The bold individuals chronicled here went to work on the American space program, even as the country was failing to offer equality at home during the civil rights movement and beyond. The film travels through space and time to tell the story of groundbreaking black pilots, scientists, and engineers who played major roles in the space program, including Gian Bluford, Ed Dwight, and Charles Bolden. Here's a preview. Growing up, I loved the space program. But nobody doing that stuff looked like me. Very few people today even have a clue about black people's contribution to human spaceflight. That was the only black aerospace. The only black NASA. Those black officers on black astronauts. Because they weren't written in history books. In the early days of the civil rights movement, NASA wanted to show that they were engaged in equality for all. I was told by friends and enemies alike, you're 20 years too soon, buddy. If you qualify and would like to be an astronaut, now is the time. This is your NASA. I don't think America or anybody knew. I was a body, in a way. It was imaginary. It was a lie. Around the same time, there was a Cuban who was the first person of color to fly. The Soviets made that history. Not the United States. To see a black man in space, it would have changed things. Directed by Emmy winners Diego Hurtado de Mendoza and Lisa Cortez, The Space Race travels from JFK's assassination in 1963 and how that impacted Captain Ed Dwight's quest to set foot on the moon, all the way to 2020 when news of the murder of George Floyd reached the International Space Station. The Space Race premieres tonight at 9 on National Geographic and streams tomorrow on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. Number two. Sterling K. Brown got a surprise in January when he received an Oscar nomination for his role in American fiction. Well, tonight, he surprises someone else on a new episode of Celebrity IOU, our number two pick today. The Property Brothers, Jonathan and Drew Scott, are helping Brown surprise the woman who has cared for his family for the last six years, someone he says he considers family. She just bought a new home, and they're going to turn it into the house of her dreams. Here's a sneak peek at a scene from the new episode. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, ready? (laughs) Ah. I'm not a super DIY kind of guy. My way. Okay, one more. 
but like it feels good to make a contribution into the life of somebody that you care about. And I think beautiful people deserve to be surrounded by beauty. Like I know it's tedious doing all this, but my God, it looks good. Oh yeah. It shows off the beams, so it blends with the shades over here. Okay. We're just gonna work out the hair bubbles. Glad you're a professional, this helps. <laughs> the tricky thing is keeping it pretty level going in. This is why it makes a world of difference when it's peeling sticks. Yeah. Because you can actually adjust it. Yeah, I feel you. There we go, just like that. Oh, okay. We get it nice and snug like this. Yeah. And then we can come along with a knife and then we'll just cut that Take off that off little extra. And it will fit. Perfect. You can join Brown's Foray and to DIY when Celebrity IOU airs tonight at 8 on HGTV. It's trivia time. In American Fiction, which stars Brown alongside Jeffrey Wright, when they discuss selling the film rights to the main character's book, they suggest casting Michael B. Jordan in the lead role. Well, in what film did Michael B. Jordan and Sterling K. Brown play a father and son? Was it The Predator, Black Panther, or Angry Birds 2? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Groundhog Day might be on February 2nd, but it was this week in entertainment history that Groundhog Day poked its head out of a hole and into theaters. On February 12th, 1993, Bill Murray stars as Phil, who keeps reliving Groundhog Day over and over and over. You know how it goes. Well, in this scene, after having lived the day countless times, he tries to convince Andy McDowell's Rita that he's a god. Doris. This is Doris. Her brother-in-law, Carl, owns this diner. She's worked here since she was 17. More than anything else in her life, she wants to see Paris before she dies. Oh, boy, what a... What are you doing? This is Debbie Kleiser and her fiancé, Fred. Do I know you? They're supposed to be getting married this afternoon, but Debbie is having second thoughts. What? Lovely ring. This is Bill. He's been a waiter for three years since he left Penn State and had to get work. He likes the town, he paints toy soldiers, and he's gay. I am. This is Gus. He hates his life here. He wishes he stayed in the Navy. Well, I could have retired on half pay after 20 years. Excuse me. Is this some kind of trick? Well, maybe the real God uses tricks. You know, maybe he's not omnipotent. He's just been around so long. He knows everything. Oh, okay. Well, who's that? This is Tom. He worked in the coal mine until they closed the town. And her? It's Alice. Came over here from Ireland when she was a baby. She lived in Erie most of her life. He's right. Well, we've been reliving this movie over and over and over for the last 31 years, but you don't need to wait for next February 2nd to watch it again. Groundhog Day is available to rent or buy on digital platforms. 
Get ready for a night of navel-gazing. That's N-A-V-A-L. NCIS is back for its 21st season, and things are going to look a little different for the team of naval investigators. This will be the first season without David McCallum as Ducky. The actor died in September. His absence brings another notable first for the show. It'll be the first season to not have any of the show's original cast. Nonetheless, many familiar cast members are back, including Sean Murray, Wilmer Valderrama, Katrina Law, and Gary Cole. Here's a quick peek behind the curtain at a scene from the season premiere. You want to tell me what you're doing, Colfax? I think the handcuffs give it away. Hey, Nick, whatever this is, we're going to get it straightened out, okay? First Gibbs, now this one. You always stick up for the wrong people, Alden. What are you talking about? Read the warrant. Nick. What's going on? Is this for real? Looks like it. What are the charges? Murder. That, by the way, is not all the night holds. The season 21 premiere of NCIS will be immediately followed by the season 3 premiere of NCIS Hawaii. It all starts at 9 on CBS. Trivia. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Michael B. Jordan and Sterling K. Brown once played father and son in which movie? The Predator, Black Panther, or Angry Birds 2? Well, while Brown appeared in all three of those movies, it was Black Panther, where they were father and son. Brown was the murdered uncle of King T'Challa, and his son grew up to be the film's main villain, Killmonger, as played by Jordan. And that is it for our show today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What? Watch.